Hello, this is the Frost Buddy Podcast, episode number one. I am your host and also the co-founder of Frost Buddy, Brock Lamoser. And what the heck is Frost Buddy? What is this podcast about? Well, this podcast is going to be all about entrepreneurs behind the scenes of a startup, interviewing different entrepreneurs and successes, and also all things the beverage industry, talking about different things in terms of beer, energy drinks, and whatnot. And you know what? Just anything else that happens in my life. So big into fitness, big into motivation, all things. So I figured why not? Let's start a podcast. Let our customers get behind the scenes a little bit. And here we are, episode number one. Never thought I'd be here, but you know what? First time for everything. Let's get after it. So the number one question we get is how the heck did you go from zero to 12 plus million dollars in a year. So that's what we're here to talk about today. And usually my answer to that, my short answer is I have no freaking clue. I have no idea, but let's get into it. So Mitch and I, we started Frostbody about a year and a half ago. I was a junior in college at Indiana University. Mitch is a state farm agent in Olney, Illinois. So he is a little bit, he's four years older than I am, but he was a pole vaulter at the University of Illinois. And I was a pole vaulter at Indiana University. Of course, we never competed against each other because we're too far apart. But to say the least, I had this. We were just in the hot tub one day uh, over Christmas break, and the White Claw, the Truly craze, was coming about. And we're like, you know what? Why don't? Why is there not this like insulated koozie for slim cans? And you know, just kind of joking around. I had always been very entrepreneurial. I'd always been looking for the next big idea or something like that. And I was like, you know what? I think that's a pretty good idea. Like, what if there was a Yeti for slim cans? Because obviously Yetis paved the way. There's no doubt about that. And so sure enough, I go in, we look up, look it up. We see one other brand and we're like, you know what? I think there's a market here. I think we can do this. And so that's what I got a sample from Alibaba. Uh, because I already knew how to source from overseas, and so we got we got the sample within two weeks. It was absolutely awful, and this is in January of 2020. So, yes, you know what's coming, but we won't get there yet. <laughs> and so we get the sample. It doesn't work at all. We end up having to send a bunch of slim cans overseas to our manufacturer, or what we thought would be our manufacturer, and. So we send some cans over and at the time I was like $200. I was like, I got like, I was like, I got like a grand in my bank account. Like I'm a broke college kid over here. And so we send it over. We just like get like ghosted almost from this manufacturer. And finally we end up, we end up getting through that, getting through the hurdles. He responds to us and had finally made this slim can cooler. Perfect. But in the meantime, we go on Amazon and there's probably 10 other brands that all of a sudden have a slim can cooler. And we're like, well, there goes our million dollar idea because there's a boatload of other brands. And now we're not as unique as we thought we were. And there's obviously no patenting something like this. And so we still got 2000, right? We still ordered 2000, a uh, thousand white, a thousand black. And we're like, you know what? Let's just see what we can do. Uh, I, you know, had never really done anything in the digital or e-com world. So uh, in this whole time, the first like four months, 
I was just teaching myself, what the heck is Shopify? What is Facebook ads? What's Google ads? How does it work? How do we get people to buy from our website? And sure enough, like if you just stay at something over and over and over again, eventually you're probably going to figure it out. Uh, that's always been my philosophy. And so I just kept at it and I kept learning and just trying to figure out how to do this. And in the meantime, you know, I was like, I'll just call every liquor store or convenience store that I possibly can. Surely someone will buy them. Right. Um, and so, you know, it comes March. Well, COVID hits and, you know, overseas just shuts down. No one's, no one's producing things. Everyone's at home. No one can do anything. So here we are. We're just kind of waiting, waiting, waiting. We're like, when, like, are we actually even going to get this product? And then the U S shuts down. So finally in May, we finally get 2000 of these things. And I just start calling anyone and everyone from my bedroom, uh, in college. And I'm just, I wake up, sit in my bedroom, go through top 100 liquor store chains. I'm like, surely I can get someone. And so I actually did. Um, I really got, I got two pretty large chains that pretty much wiped us out. And like, I was, ex I was so ecstatic. I was like, wow, like I, there's, there's something here. Um, so we made enough to reinvest back in the business. Well, in the meantime comes, let's go back to about March and we're switching we're going to go, we have a slim and we're golfing and we go to switch to a normal can. And all of a sudden our slim can cooler is useless. And all that's when we had this light bulb moment where we're like, Oh my God, what if it could hold them all? Because all these other brands are just selling one for each. Maybe that's our like unique idea. Maybe that's what we can do. And so, yeah, we, we went back to the drawing board I found a different manufacturer, one that was a little better with design. And fortunately he had kind of thought of the same idea. So we ended up sending all the size over there. We're like, how could we do this? And we come back with this universal concept with indents in the can cooler to where now, if it's a normal can, if it's a slim can and if it's a 12 ounce bottle and that is unique, no one has this. And so we go in, we, we order 3000 of these, just three simple colors, white, black, stainless. And by the time we get those in about June, you know, we had a little money. We really didn't have any traction. We probably had like a thousand followers. We, we were doing nothing on the website, maybe like a hundred bucks a day, maybe. And I launch a simple Facebook ad, simple video with my friends out at the lake of it showing how it fits different sizes and boom, it's like wildfire. We launch, we, we sell out of these in three weeks. We sell a thousand a week at like third, uh, $24, $25. I'm just like baffled, right? Like now, now that's that concept where I'm like, okay, the market told us what, what they want. They clearly have the same problem that we had and it works. So we go all in and we're like, we, we haven't made any money anyways. So we might as well just reinvest. So I think at that time we'd made enough to buy. I think we'd made enough to put down like 30 grand or something like that. Or spend 30 grand or something like that. And so we expand into like nine, 10 colors because that is what all the Facebook comments were like. Oh man, if you had more colors, like 
maybe I'd buy like these colors are boring. You need some fun colors, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, fine. We'll do that. And so we, we finally come back and sure enough, we get nine, 10 colors right in the middle of summer. And as soon as we launch them onto the site, as soon as we do it, it's just like instantly every day doubles. We're doing like a grand a day. Now all of a sudden we're doing like two, three grand a day. And I just like, all of a sudden my Facebook ads are working like crazy. Google ads are working. I just, it was just instant. I didn't have to change anything. Just people wanted colors. And so it's just like, okay, now where do we go from here? What do we do? Um, you know, at this whole time, we're just trying not to sell out. We're trying to figure out the customer service and we had some shipping issues. We were in such a, like at first Mitch was shipping out of his office and you know, it was fine until we started to get, you know, a hundred orders a day. And then he'd have to go in at like four in the morning and start packaging up boxes as he's trying to sell insurance during the day, because I'm at college, I'm in a five bedroom shack of a house that is as jank as can be. So I can't store anything. All I can do is run things from my iPad because that was the whole reason of starting is that, Hey, I can, we can do this remote. And that was the whole idea. So we eventually, we found this mom and pop, um, you know, fulfillment center in Alabama. And we thought like, this would be great. Like we could take it hands off. Mitch can finally stop doing that. And it was great. It was fantastic until, you know, we kept growing. We kept getting better with ads. And all of a sudden we started doing, you know, 500 orders a day. Or if we ran a sale, Black Friday, we go, you know, a thousand orders in a day. And now all of a sudden we were outgrowing this mom and pop. We didn't know what to do. And we didn't even, you know, we, we just didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know. And so we out, we outgrow them because we had two, three week delays. And in this whole time, you know, I'm sending emails to customers. I'm like, how, you know, what can we do? Like, I'm so sorry being transparent. And I think this is where Frostbody found their voice is I, when all these issues happened, all these shipping issues, I just had to be completely transparent. I was like, you know what? It's just Mitch and I, we're trying our best. Uh, we're really, really small and we're going to get you your product, but I'm sorry. It's just very delayed. And the responses were incredible. I mean, people were like, Oh my God. Like I didn't know it was just you guys. Like I thought this was some big corporation and they're like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, just take your time. And like, like we completely get it. We love what you're doing. We love that you're honest and open and transparent. And so that is something that we took and I have continued to do that to this day. I'm like, how, how can I just be as open and honest with customers, with our fan base as we can? And it works. Uh, people love it because people are so sick of buying from these massive corporations that don't give a crap about their customers that they want a change. They want to buy from a human being. They want to know that there's a human being behind what they're buying. And that's the whole reason for me starting this is that even more so you get to see who the, who the humans are behind, behind the brand, right? Like this is me. This is the whole brand right here. You're looking at it. I'm in a beautiful three bedroom apartment still. <laughs> and I have a lovely setup, I know, but you should see if you would look this way, you'd be amazed at what it looks like. <laughs> um, but where was I? Sorry, 
Got off on a tangent. But yeah, so we are very transparent. Well, as we're growing, as we're selling, people started saying all the time, man, if this fit in six, if this fit 16 ounce cans, I'd be sold. Man, if this fit in cup holders, I'd be sold. Man, this lid is a little, this lid's not great. The lid sometimes doesn't, doesn't spin on right. doesn't, the threading's poor, um, you know, and then it's really bulky. Uh, girls don't like it cause it's just really bulky. So we hear these comments over and over and over again. And all that I'm doing is I'm just listening to our customers. I'm like, what do they want? Well, they're telling us what they want. So I'm like, Mitch, we got to go back to the drawing board. We got to, we got to fix all these things. And if we fix all these things, I was like, I think that's a home run. And so in the meantime, other companies had come out with our version of the universal because we didn't patent it. We didn't know what patenting it was. We didn't know anything about the patent process. So all these others are knocking us off. And so I'm like, Mitch, we could go back. We could make it fit 16 ounce. We'd be the only ones in the world that can fit all of these, just all of them. And then we can patent it. And then boom, now we have some protection because now we can go to these big box stores. Now we can tell them, Hey, you know, no one else can do this. You can't knock us off because we have it because we have the patent. We're protected. And so, yeah, you got to buy it from us because this is what people want. So we go back and we talked to our manufacturer. He's a great, great designer. And we got very lucky there. Right. And so we're like, Hey, we need to fit 16 ounce cans. And then here's the radius that the bottom needs to be. It can only be this big because here's the smallest cup holder we can find. So I don't care what we have to do or how many prototypes it takes. We got to figure out how to make it double wall vacuum sealed. So that it keeps it cold, but still fits all these cans and fits cup holders. And so five, I think it was five months of prototyping, probably six different prototypes. And finally, finally he comes back and we just nailed the thing. I just, we're like, this is exactly what we want. Exactly what we want. It's skinnier. It fits in cup holders. The lid is just a quick twist. And now if you just take a sleeve out, it fits 16 ounce cans as well. And not only that, but if it's bottles, if it's stubby bottles, it fits more than we ever even planned for it to fit. And then to top it off, we created a tumbler lid to where people can just use it as a 16 ounce coffee mug, essentially. And we're like, this is what, this is something that we're proud to sell. This is something that we think everyone needs because the first one, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like the suit. I wasn't super passionate about like, yes, this product is awesome. But this one, I'm like, this product is freaking awesome. Everyone needs this product and it's better than all of our competitors. That was the first time in growing this business. We're about, you know, six months in, seven months in probably that I'm like, we're better than everyone else in the, in the market. We're the best product. And at the end of the day to get that competitive advantage, I knew I was like, we have to be better because there are some huge names like Yeti, like Brewmate, like Corksicle. There's some massive names. And I was like, for us to break through that, we have to have such a unique product and we have to have the same price point because we can't do anything else 
that that's the only way that we can win this game. And so that's what we did. We're like, let's come out with this, the same exact price as all theirs, but now we're providing more value. So if we're providing more value and we have a, you know, product that can fit more, we're like, now the consumer's going to see that and be like, oh, okay. You know, I don't care as much about the brand now because this one's giving me more. And so we finally, I mean, we went all in. We ordered 70,000 of what's known as the Universal 2.0s. And I mean, we just reinvested everything because we're like, we're going all in. If we're going to do this, we're going to get them in May of 2021. And we're going to, we got to go huge because I wanted to scale faster than anyone's ever scaled. And so we finally, there were some delays. We finally get them in the middle of May. And I'm not joking you. We were doing, you know, the best month we'd ever done was November. We did like $220,000 in sales. January and February always suck. It's cold. March, we're getting a little better. I think we do like a hundred grand. April, we're getting a little better, like 150, maybe pushing 200 because summer's coming around. People are getting ready. We launched this new 2.0 at the very beginning of May. And we did like, we did like $800,000 in May. And we scaled. I mean, it was just no different. Just same videos or different videos, some simple images showing how it works. Simple videos showing how it works. And we brought on an ad agency and, you know, I was still making all the videos myself or with my phone or with a friend. And it was just, yeah, 800,000 in May. And then June comes by 1.1, million. And we just, I mean, we did, I had no idea. I mean, I was still finishing track. I was still in my track season. I was, I had my first ever meeting with my ad agency on the track bus at, the regional qualifying meet or the national prelim basically is what it is. First meet or first meeting. And I'm just like, I'm like, Hey guys, sorry. So this is all happening. I can't focus on school. I can't focus on any of that. I'm like, this is just like a whirlwind of emotions that's going on. And we're just growing it so fast. I don't like all we can do is order more, order more, order more, because that is what became the problem is in June. We're like, crap, we just sold out of everything. We sold out of all 70,000. And so now we go into, we're like, uh, middle of the summer is our biggest months ever. Our biggest months ever. And we're like, we have no product. Like, what the heck are we going to do? So what we ended up doing is I set a pre-order all of July. For all of July. I set pre-order. And in July, we did $1.2 million worth of pre-orders. No one even got a product. We didn't have a single product and we still did a million dollars on the site. It was, it was insane. Um, and so that trend kind of continued. We finally got product in, in early August and, you know, kind of continue that trend and, you know, things went really well. Just, we ended up getting, I think we're at like 35 colors. And we really just went all in. We expanded. We got an investor with us and that could help us kind of extend a little further than maybe we could have bootstrapping just because we knew we wanted to go fast uh, because it's a fast industry. And, you know, 
then we had our first Christmas season, uh, which would have been this just a couple months ago in November, December. And well, I guess let me backtrack because I completely missed something because the rise of TikTok happened. And this whole time I'm like, man, I don't think we're a TikTok brand. Like, I don't think we work for TikTok. It's pretty boring, right? Uh, it's just a insulated koozie. And eventually, eventually I was like, you know what? TikTok's definitely the future, so I got to do it. And so that's what happens. I go to TikTok and I just start posting random crap like anyone would post, like trying to catch trends, trying to do all of that. And, you know, I was just kind of copying some other brands, videos of what they're doing. I put my own spin on it. And I'm like, what can I do? And that's when it kind of hits. Uh, I make one about us getting denied from Shark Tank because we were really, really close to getting on Shark Tank. We were 99% on the show, they said. And then with three weeks until we were supposed to fly out to L.A., they called us and they're just like, nope. They're like, we got to cut you. And we're like, what? And they couldn't tell us why. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use that as my hook on TikTok. I'm like, oh, this is why we got denied, even though I didn't know. But it worked. I had like 800,000 views on this video. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, maybe, maybe this could work. Maybe I'll just keep doing this. And so one of the comments just fortunately said, oh, like I didn't show how it worked. I just explained to them what it is. I didn't even show the product. And they go, oh, you're not going to show how it fits cans and bottles. And little did I know what that comment was going to do for us. Because the next day I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I'll show you how it fits. And I just point blank. I look at the camera and I'm like, this is how it fits. And I show them the inside I put all the different cans and bottles in there and I'm like, there, I hope that helps. And yeah, go check it out. <laughs> I post that at six o'clock at night in October. I don't remember what day. And all of a sudden, I think it's like nine o'clock. My buddy texts me. He's like, dude, have you looked at your video? And I was like, what? And he's like, it's at like 3 million views right now. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I look and there's just, I mean, there's I can't even tell you how many comments there were and likes. So it's a three minute. I'm like, Oh my God. Like we went from like, we went from like 15 or 2000 followers to we were at like 4,000. I was like, Oh, Holy crap. Like we had 2000 more followers. And so then I go to bed and I wake up and meanwhile, we were doing about 10, 15 grand a day right now at this point. So I wake up and that's when I wake up to 55,000 followers on our account and about 9 million views, I think. And I was like, oh my God. And not only that, I woke up at eight in the morning and we had done $50,000 in sales at eight in the morning. Meanwhile, we were doing like 10 grand a day in a full day. We're at 50 in at eight in the morning. And I am just like, Oh my God. Like it kept going through the night. And so I'm like, here, I'm just wondering how long is this going to go? So we're just watching the whole day. I go live on TikTok for like three hours to try and people are just like asking me questions about it. And as I'm live, I, we can just see the sales just rolling in by the second. And that, that day, that day we did about 120 grand 
in sales, which was a massive record. The most we'd ever done was like 80. And that was on like, I don't Oh, that was on um, like a July 4th sale when we were fully stocked, had just launched a bunch of new colors. That was like the biggest day ever. We did 120 because of TikTok with no ads. And then the next day it continued and we did $250,000 in one day with no advertising because of TikTok just because of this one video that ended up at 18 million views. And we went from 2,000 followers to 205,000 followers in five days. And I couldn't believe it. We did nothing. I posted that one video. I don't. And the tail, the brand awareness that that brought us, we ended up, we continued to do like 40, 50, for like the rest of the month. I mean, we October was a probably like our biggest profited month just because we had no advertising for all those sales. And on top of that, now this is the time where, you know, I'm reaching out to big buyers because we finally have inventory. I'm reaching out to, you know, Dick Sporting Goods, to TJ Maxx, to Academy Sports, to, you know, anyone, literally anyone, Target, all these places. Well, all of these buyers of these major, major companies are like, oh, yeah. They're like, I've seen your video on TikTok. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just like the brand awareness that it brought us was on another level that we could have never expected. Um, you know, and then on top of that, now we have momentum. Now I have this following of 200 plus thousand people you know, that are loving our videos, that are watching our videos of, oh, will it fit this? Will it fit that? And it just kind of turned into, that's our brand. You know, will it fit? Um, and so then when people think of that, they're like, oh, well, the universal could fit it. And so that was so unexpected. Massive and still can't believe it. Still trying to get a video to go that viral. But you know what? I'll take one because it clearly worked and we could use it as, use it as ads now. So it's really still working. And then we had our first Black Friday, first Christmas, and just bigger than I could have ever expected. In a 30-day period over Black Friday and pre-Christmas, we were able to do like $3 million in a 30-day period, which was a huge milestone for us, something we you know had wanted to hit, wanted to do. And it was just crazy because, you know, I think with TikTok and just with the product being very giftable and just growing, growing, growing. And at this point, like I'm really just growing it through, through Facebook and Google ads, really trying to, you know, get our site better and do that. And then, you know, we've gained a pretty large subscriber base with email and text and just, you know, that's really it. That's the only way we're going to, we're not in any stores at this point, maybe some mom and pops, but it's all online and we don't even have Amazon because that's another story for a different podcast, but we're just, I mean, yeah, it was the craziest time, but you know, people were loving the product. We get a ton of five-star reviews and I think that's just because we listen to our customers. And so here we are, we're still just growing now. We're still, you know, bringing on new products and new ideas, trying to expand the brand. We're still learning so much. Mitch and I are trying to, you know, delegate because we're getting so busy because of how fast we've grown. And there's all sorts of things that, you know, we're really just trying to navigate that, you know, I'm still in my 
college bedroom running this multi-million dollar business. Mitch is still part-time in this. And we really only have one other full-time employee and we just hired him to do like trade shows for us. Other than that, it's just the use of some virtual assistants and that's about it. So, you know, we're definitely still learning, growing products, bringing on what else can we do that's unique and how else can we build this brand? How can I take it from, you know, 10, 12 million to a hundred, 150 million to then 500. You know, that's, that's how I look because I've always been a very big picture guy. Mitch is probably the more detail oriented guy. And I'm just like, how can we push? How can we grow? What can we do? And on top of that, in my opinion, I want to be as personal as we possibly can be with, you know, all of our frost buddies out there. And I think this is the best way I can do it in my opinion. And I'm just going to be transparent. Like, yeah, we're making that, you know, it looks like we make a ton of money on the outside, but advertising is expensive. Storage is expensive. Shipping is expensive. Paying people is expensive. Uh, product itself is expensive. And we have a ton of inventory because we've had to reinvest to try and keep up with the growth. So realistically, I've put $0 in my pocket. And I know Mitch has put $0 in his pocket. So, you know, when people, that's why I don't talk about our sales that much, but I'm going to just be honest here because this is a different platform. And yeah, you know, I still haven't made any money, quite frankly. And that's okay because at the end of the day, in my opinion, it's the process. And what I really want to do is I want to grow the brand. I want to grow this customer base. I want to grow this loyal following into a massive worldwide drinkware brand. The money aside, my goal is just to see in my lifetime, how much can I really grow this thing? Because the money is going to come and go. At the end of the day, we're all going to die. The money's not going to matter. I always think about how Steve Jobs talked about family and friends being the only thing that he cared about on his deathbed. And the man had more money than most of the world's ever had. So I just want to see what Frost Buddy can do. And I love the love what's happened so far. It's been a wild ride. We always tell people that we are building the plane as we fly it. And that could not be more true because I'm still learning every day. Mitch is still learning every day. And there's so, so, so many plans that we have coming up with the launch of our new product, the Big Buddy, with more launches coming this summer. And just seeing how the heck can we get this thing to a hundred plus million dollar brand? How can we start to compete with the big dogs? I don't know. I don't know that answer, but you know what? I'm quite certain that if that's what we set our goals to, that eventually we'll get there. Um, so I think that's going to be, that's going to be a wrap for episode number one. Maybe it was good. Maybe it was bad. I don't know. Leave me some feedback and please, I'm not ever going to do any advertisements on this show. I'm a huge fan of Andy Frisella from Real AF. So I'm going to use the same thing that he does. And my only fee that I'd ask is that you just share the show with your friends, tell them to listen. And please, please, please just give me some, some feedback and some questions because I want to do several Q and a episodes. I want to do interviews and I want to do plenty more. So 
just let us know in the comments and we will do our best to to answer this over the next few weeks few months i'm gonna answer everything you throw my way so frost buddy podcast episode number one thank you